Christmas time is a time that we recollect uh, on the light coming into the world. As many of you know, Christmas falls on the darkest time of the year. Once Christmas falls, then the days start getting longer. And then as time goes on, pretty soon we're celebrating, you know, the middle of summer, the brightest time of the year. In the first chapter of John's Gospel, Jesus or St. John speaks about Jesus being the light of the world, the light that shines in the darkness, and the darkness cannot overcome it. Last Sunday we celebrated Candle Mass, February 2nd, which is the presentation of the Lord, where Simeon says to Mary and Joseph that Jesus is the light to the nations, not just a light that shines for the people of Israel, but he's a light that shines for the peoples of all the world. This Sunday, again, we hear uh, the light. We hear in our first reading where the Lord says, Share your bread with the hungry, shelter the oppressed and the homeless, clothe the naked when you see them, do not turn your back on your own. Then your light shall break forth like the dawn. Most of you, when you got up this morning, it was already light. Others of you, you were able to get up before before the sun came up, uh, I include it. But if you notice this morning, when, when, uh, when we woke up, if we woke up before the sun came up, how the light comes, and then when we get into our vehicles and we drive, we do not turn our headlights on. We don't because there's light in the world. We can see where we're going. Christ, Jesus is like the sun. He's the light that shines into our souls, and in allowing him to shine into our souls, we're able to see where we're going spiritually. But if we hang on to sin, if we hang on to those things which, were, which prevent um, God from entering into our lives, what ends up happening is, is it's like we, we're stuck inside the house all day with the blinders closed, and the light does not come in. We're there in the darkness. Jesus is the light of the world. But then we are also told that we're light. In our gospel reading, Jesus says, you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. But the only way we can be the salt of the earth, the light of the world, is if we allow the light, Jesus Christ, to shine in our hearts. Which is why, you know, we celebrate Christmas, because Jesus is that light. And because he's that light, then we have begun to rejoice in that every year. It's also why we celebrate candle mass, the light coming into the world. Many of you held candles last Sunday. But it's actually really an extension of the Easter Vigil. I don't know if you've ever been to the Easter Vigil Mass. It begins outside after the sun has gone down. One cannot begin the Easter Vigil Mass before the sun goes down. So we'll gather out there around a fire. The fire then is blessed. The fire shines in the, in the darkness. The Easter candle then is lit from that blessed fire. And then as we come into the church, everyone gathered in the church lights uh, one's candles from that Easter candle. Because Christ is the light, and when we light ourselves from Christ, we also become the light of the world, the light that shines in the darkness of people's lives. When someone is baptized... The Easter candle is always lit, and then one will take one's baptismal candle and light it from the Easter candle. That's the, the rubrics say that, but for some reason my baptismal candle has never been lit. I don't know why. I don't know if the priest forgot, or maybe I was crying during the whole baptism, and, and the priest got you know, um, 
just didn't even think of it. But it's supposed to be lit, which is the same thing as that happens at the Easter vigil. We light our lights from the Easter candle, the light of Christ. Jesus makes us capable of living as Christians, of growing in sanctification. But that can only be done, as I mentioned last Sunday, when I, when I, I, I mentioned why the church commands us to attend Mass every Sunday, because the church wants us to experience the light. But when we come to Mass physically, as you guys are all right now, we're also called to come to Mass spiritually. We're called to bring our souls, our hearts to Jesus. We're all, we're all sacrificing something right now. We're sacrificing our time. We're giving it as an offering to Jesus, to the Father, to the Holy Spirit, to our God. But we're also not just called to sacrifice our time. We're also called to sacrifice everything that we have. That it being the first day of the week, we give our first fruits to God. We put everything aside, all of our stuff aside. God comes first. We give ourselves as an offering. And we unite that offering to the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. And Jesus offers all of us and himself to the Father that we might become holy, unblemished. That we might receive the light, the wisdom to go about our week in accordance with his will. Last night was a super moon, they say. It's one of the, it's, I think last night and also tonight, there are super moons. It's where the moon is at its brightest, depending upon the way the sun, the earth, and the moon line up. But the, the, more, the more that the moon is behind the earth or close to behind the earth, the sun is able to reflect off the moon and shine onto this earth. We've experienced many winters where there was snow on the ground. You come out in the middle of the night as the moon is high in the sky. And you can actually see where you're going. Coyote hunters get really excited when it comes to that. <laughs> but you can see everything. The moon is the image that we're called to be. Why, why is the moon so bright? It's because it's reflecting the light of the sun. We're called to reflect the light of Christ, but we can't do that if there's some sin in our life that we're hanging on to and we're claiming is more important than God himself. So as I mentioned last week, and I'll mention it again, it's why Jesus gave us the sacrament of confession. The sacrament of confession allows us to bring our darkness, our sin, to him humbly, removing all pride, all selfishness. And we give it to Jesus, and through the words of the priest, Jesus forgives our sins. Some of you, it's been a long time since you've gone to confession, but don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of encountering the light. For the more you encounter the light, the more you'll be able to shine life into your family, good things into your family, the more you will be the light of the world, the salt of the earth. But as Jesus mentions, 
if we don't allow that darkness to be scattered, if we allow ourselves to, to be tasteless. He says, you are the salt of the earth, but if salt loses its taste, with what can it be seasoned? It is no longer good for anything but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. I pray that when we die, that we may still have our savory taste, that we may truly be living as Christians, that we may be the light of the world, for then we shall join the light, Jesus himself. At this Mass, let's pray for these two things. First of all, let's pray for the grace of humility, that we may desire the light of Jesus, that we may give ourselves fully. But second of all, it's, it's to live out what we hear at the end of every Mass. At the end of every Mass, we'll hear the word go, go, go forth the Mass is ended. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Go and announce the gospel of the Lord. We're called to go. We're called to bring that light to the world. That we're not just Christians at Mass, but we're also Christians in the home and at work, wherever we are. Let's pray for those two graces today. The grace of humility and the grace to go forth, be in the light.